Welcome to the Covering All Bases podcast, where we're going to discuss everything that baseball and softball players and parents need to know in order to play at the next level, whether that be high school, college, or professional. This podcast is hosted by me, TJ Moffitt, professor of kinesiology and baseball strength and conditioning coach at Cal State Bakersfield and owner of Moffitt Training Systems, and Bobby Mattia, the owner of the Bakersfield Baseball Academy and Bakersfield Braves Baseball Club. This episode of the Covering All Bases podcast is brought to you by Moffitt Training Systems. Moffitt Training Systems is an online strength and conditioning service that delivers the highest quality strength and conditioning programs to enhance the physical development of baseball and softball players. Training is delivered directly to you right on your phone with videos and written descriptions as well as access to our coaches. Check out Moffitt Training Systems today and take your game to the next level with the best physical development out there. Some of our kids, I, I had a talk yesterday with a parent. It was actually a very enjoyable talk. And it was about her son joining our club and he's never played baseball, but he really wants to play baseball. And so the parent had said, you know, I, if they want it, you know, then that's what we're going to do. And that's what we do as parents. If you want it, then we're going to do everything in our way, shape or form, every possible way in our capacity to provide that for you. And then the boys, when I know that up front, it's, it's actually it has meaning to me. It's important because I will share that with a kid at a downtime, not in a good time, but I'll share it as a downtime of there's a lot of people supporting you here. You know, we're doing this. We know you can do this. And it really has a good impact on the kids. It really does. And it's not, they don't always see the support. No, they no, not the support. they expect it. You know, a lot of times they expect it. And then, where they really see it is when things go down because they're going down a hundred percent. We we've got boys now, you know, some of our boys are freshmen in college and, and I, I'll tell you what, I, there's one boy I'm super proud of, um, had a, I would say an adequate high school career. I mean, it wasn't anything off the charts and it wasn't anything that was garbage. It was like, you know, just meh, but, but that's yeah. a term I learned from the boys. Just <laughs> meh means like kind of medium. And, uh, and it was a, a phenomenal academic high school career, but, you know, just a meh, sports career, whatever. And he calls me three weeks into his, he's in college, and he calls me three weeks into their fall ball. And he said, I get it. And I said, all right, what do you get? And he goes, I'm not playing here. He goes, no matter what, I'm not playing here. He goes, these guys are bigger, stronger, faster. And I see that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to spend the rest of the fall. And actually he said, I've already reached out to TJ. I've got my running thing. Yeah. I'm going to do it religiously every day. And I'm going to be the best teammate I can be this year. And then I'm going to work my butt off and I'm going to work out and run every day and throw and repeat this cycle for the entire spring. I'm going to come home, play in the summer, get my reps in, and I'm going to come back. And I'm going to contribute next year. And I'm still not going to be the guy, yeah. but I'm going to come back and contribute. And I'll be able to help us win. And then I'm going to continue to work out and run and do my stuff. I'm going to come home for the summer. I'm going to get my reps in. 
and I'm going to come back my junior year and I'm going to be the dude. And I was like, I was literally blown away. I was like, wow, he didn't have a two week plan, you know, two month plan. This is a two year plan that a kid who for parents to understand didn't even turn 18 until November of his freshman year of college. So this is a 17 year old kid. kid. This is him telling me at 17, I got it. And I have this two year plan laid out. I was, I was literally blown away. I'm almost 60 and it's hard for me to build a two year plan. I, I, to be honest with you, if it wasn't for my wife, I probably wouldn't have a two week plan. So, (laughs) so, so she has stemmed that into my brain that, that we have these five year plans that are just phenomenal. But a 17-year-old kid tells me about a two-year plan, and I was I was blown away. And I was like, guess what, bud? You got it. You yeah. actually have it. Yeah, you're, and, you're figuring it out. Yes. And it, it was – those are the things right there that, that you're just like, wow. Like, like that is – he is not – he is just only going to be productive in society. There's n- yeah. no other way to put it. Yeah, he's, he's, he's putting himself in that situation already. He's phenomenal. It was a, it was the coolest thing that happened to me in 2023, was that little freaking phone Just call a little conversation. Yes, with a kid you've known for yeah since he years. was yeah yeah I don't even know he was probably eight I, I don't even know like the cutest little eight nine ten year old boy run around like a pinball had no direction yeah you know just was the greatest kid funny you know annoying. <laughs> Loving. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just being just being a, a normal, yeah, just being a normal kid. Like you just love him. And then now he's turned out, he's not even like well, he's 18 now, but I mean, you're just like, wow, dude. Like, um, and I told, I mean, I talked to him. He uh, sent me a text. I guess I probably shouldn't do this, but I'll, I'll read it to you. He sent me a text uh, yesterday because they're now they're all back at school. So the boys are getting ready for their spring. Sends me a text yesterday, and I quote, best first bullpen back I've ever had. I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> he said, I got a lot of great feedback from my coaches today. Um, they put, I had some pretty poor hands behind the dish, but that's on me because I didn't touch my catcher's glove all during the Christmas break. Yeah. So I was like, wow, like that's accountability Yeah, right there. Not... You know, it's not not blaming something else. Nothing, not at all. Didn't just said I didn't touch my catcher's glove over Christmas break. And for our kids to understand, what was that a three week? Yeah, that's not that's not a long time. No, in the great scheme of things. Right, that's a that three weeks is nothing. Then he went and goes and takes three weeks off, and now he's like kind of botched it a little bit in the yeah. bullpen. Yeah, you know, and and but the learning curve was not not touching my catcher's glove for another three weeks. Like I yeah. can't do that anymore. Yeah. But it's when little mini mess up. Best bullpen, greatest feedback. Like that's where, that's that little uh, confirmation, I guess, yeah. you know, when you're around, it's hard. People got to understand when you send your 18 year old kid to college and I probably said it on one of the episodes already, but you send your 18 year old to college, there's actually kids on that team that are married. You know, yeah. there's kids that I've got some of my athletes that have kids. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like for people who don't know, TJ coaches and teaches at Cal State Bakersfield. There are athletes that are married with children. Yeah, I have, not, a couple that are, the, I have a couple that are married and a couple that have kids. That's what I'm saying. And how can your kid possibly be on the same 
wavelength, level. maturity level, all that stuff with a guy that's, or a girl that's married with a child or married with two children. You're just like, it's not feasible. You know, they're, uh, they see world in, in a very different way. Way different, way different level. It's, it's not, and, and people, it's just life. It's, it's life. It's how it is. And you want to put your kids around that because you watch how those kids interact with the teammates. Teammates are going to have dinner after a game. He's got to go home. Yeah. Go home, take care of the babies. My wife's been with them all day. They see that accountability. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a different dynamic than they're used to. I promise. It was a different dynamic for me. My freshman year of college, our second baseman was married with two children. Him and I became very close. We were very good friends, but I remember often going over there. Just like, this is very overwhelming. Yeah. For an hour and a half. This is very overwhelming. You know, I couldn't imagine 24 seven. Yeah. And it was, you know, you kind of had a new appreciation for, you know, what she did. Yeah. You know, had definitely. an appreciation. I remember our second baseman, he'd, he'd go over three or something. He's like, I don't even care. Didn't bother yeah. him at all. He was like, I go home. There's, there's bigger diapers. Things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, it was insane. And then he'd go three for three and guess what? He didn't care. Same thing. <laughs> same diapers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, same feeding habits, same. Yeah, once I'm done with the game, everything's. Back to the routine. Yeah. The routine that we try to set in our athletes and our students. And, you know, you're building this routine. It, it's a, it's a, I, I, I hate to use the word grind. I'm not going to use the word grind because it's enjoyable. It's a process. You know, yeah. It's just, uh, I remember, you know, coaches telling me it's a marathon. And that's where, you know, people, um, it's a marathon. It's not, it's not a sprint. It never is a sprint. Um, I think the hardest thing for a lot of the kids is they don't know how long the marathon actually is. They have no perspective of how long that process is. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Who cares you're leading the first mile? <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Nobody, you nobody know. cares. You can't, you can't win. Grandparents do. You can't win on the first day. Grandparents do. We're out watching our kid run the marathon. And we're just like, yes, he's leading. And you're like, I know 24 more miles left. <laughs> yeah, but he's leading right now. Yeah. You know, you're just, and then he comes in 18th. <laughs> what happened to you? Yeah, you were, you were winning. You were winning. <laughs> but yeah, and I guess that goes to, I guess being a parent, you know, being a parent or being a grandparent. We want to, we want them to lead every mile. Yeah. You know, you want them, you want the least amount of adversity as possible. But when you're picking baseball and softball, it's like, it doesn't matter who you are. But the game is adversity. Yeah, that's it. The, the game should be called females adversity, males adversity. Yeah, <laughs> so that's all you're going to have. <laughs> it's, well, yeah. It's a constant challenge. No, it's pretty amazing. It's, it's, uh, it's been good for me. It's been good, you know. I don't know. I just, God's blessed me with so many interactions with kids, you know, friends, parents, young men, young women, you know, to develop, to be, like I said, the Kent Sakamoto's of the world. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't even know how old Kent is now, 35, 36, something in that nature. But he's, you know, in that time frame, you know, he's one of the best human beings. The game affords you that. Being around the game, you you meet those people. Yeah, hundred percent. Every coach that that guy's ever played for always tell me top five or top three. You yeah. know what I mean? Including myself. 
you know, a few guys in that number one slot. He's got to be one of them. Yeah. You know, in the number one slot for someone. Yeah. My, I, I struggle with that number one thing. I kind of have one A, one B, one C, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I haven't got to one Z yet, but. I'm getting close. Sure, I'll get there someday. Yeah. A couple more years of coaching. Well, my, my, my little freshman that went on to college, you know, I don't care if he makes Major League Baseball. He's taking one of them one slots. He's getting one with a letter. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. He's just for figuring out. You know, I can't wait to, I often get emails and, you know, kids for background checks and, you know, different yeah. things like that. And they yeah, put and my names on there. And yeah, I got a call back about a reference today. Yeah. yeah that's what I mean. A reference. Yeah. That's yeah. A, yeah. It's a background check, a reference. And you, and you get to be a reference for a kid. And I laugh because some of the kids are like, Hey, I put you down as a reference. I'm like, probably need to take me off that bad boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause I'm going to yeah. tell them. You know, yeah, I write letters of recommendation for students all the time, and it's it's kind of an honor when they say that you're that impactful in their life that they want you to reference them. Yeah, so no, I I take it with, but but I, but I mean it with all my heart. There's been times I'm like, you need to take me off. Yeah, I've had someone like, I can't, I can't be a reference. Exactly. That's what you yeah. tell them. I can't. You 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 know, I'm going to tell them the truth. Yeah. They're like, I'll just take you off. I'm like, good. It's probably, and it's a, it's that accountability thing. doesn't yeah. mean I don't love you. Yeah. You know, show me some accountability. You know, show me some. Yeah, if I'm going to put my name on you, i got to know that that's going to mean something. Yeah, that's, that's that was that talk we had about the other kid. You, you take on, my, my players, anybody who listens to this or my players have to understand, I always tell them, when you leave and you go on, you have to realize who you are representing. And me being a grandparent, I'm telling you right now, you are representing your grandparents yeah. wholeheartedly. And you're representing your parents. And you're representing your high school coach. And you're representing your club coach. And you're representing your teammates that yeah. you played with. Because guys that go on, your teammates talk about you. Yeah. And they talk about you in a positive way. You don't want to be as like, oh, that guy's a clown. or You don't want any of that stuff. Because somewhere yeah. along the way, you know, that, that's going to come. And you, you have to think about that stuff. That has to cry. I don't care if you do it. You just have to think about it. And then once it gets in your head, you have no other choice but to do it. Yeah. Because you realize, you know. Yeah, how many people are around you that really helped you. And yeah. You have just to... How many people love you for just who you yeah. are? How many people love you for who you are? And that's, I, I mean... Something we talk about with the boys. The day I quit talking to you and the day I quit busting your butt and getting on you is the yeah. day you need to worry. Yeah. Because that means I'm done. You don't want to listen. I'm, I'm out of That I'm goes for all my, all my college boys. Anybody listening to this is in college. I don't want to hear about how your coach is always on you. He's just not ending that sentence with I love you. Yeah. You know, that's it. That's the only, he's just not saying I love you. I trust me, he loves you. Or he wouldn't say anything to you. Yeah. But you better worry about the day he quits talking to you. Because that means it's over. Like he he you crossed that line. Yep. You did something that he said, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore with you. You don't listen. You gotta take that thing as as constructive criticism, whatever that means. You know, it has different meaning for people, but if you're not getting any feedback, it's a it's probably a red flag. Yeah, like like yeah. 
like huge red flag positive yeah. or negative feedback they're <laughs> no. not always pat your back you probably want to be around the one who's not going to pat your back yeah nobody rolls out the gate and is that guy you know i'll use the the kid paul skeens you know that's a you know talking about scouting recruiting and all the other stuff this paul skeens kid he's the first pick for people who don't know he's the first pick of the draft last year i think he went with the pirates this kid went to the Air Force Academy out of high school. Okay, you 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 have to have some pretty strong character and background. He is a phenomenal, phenomenal young man. And you listen, I don't know him, but I was fortunate enough to watch that kid play. And once you join the Air Force Academy, you're locked in. And there's like, they have a four-year plan, and you can get drafted out of those academies. And then the club repays the academy and all the other stuff. But this kid is, you know, I, I go to the scouting portion of it from a baseball scout's perspective. Like, how do you let that kid go to the academy? Yeah. You know, how do you? So, so guess what, folks? You missed on him. Yeah. You know, you missed on him because there's no way Paul Skeens wanted to go to the academy and then leave after two years and transfer to LSU to become draft eligible <clears throat> to start life off with $10 million. Yeah. You know? And then when you listen to that kid talk, one of the first things he said was, I will play my pro career. I will be the best player I can possibly be. And then I will go back and pay my debt back to the Air Force Academy. Yeah, because that's a commitment. And you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, yeah. Like this kid is off the charts. You know, yeah. what a what a phenomenal young man to even consider that. And it's not as a priority. Yeah. Like it was just, I was like, all right, I got three daughters. Which one do you want to marry, buddy? You know, <laughs> I don't care about your money. I could care less. I just, the accountability on yeah, your part. The kind of person you are. Yeah. Like what a, what a blessing it was for those guys, Jay and them to coach him at LSU. You know, yeah. it's not, it's not, you know, what LSU did for him. It's what he did to LSU and what he did for college baseball kids. Yeah. Just in general, like forget, forget the strikeouts and innings and, velocity and forget all that crap it's like yeah i would draft that kid first every single time you know yeah, you know what you're getting yep yeah, yeah you're getting accountability i promise that yeah. you're getting a man of his word you're getting so you know there's that's that's something nobody could have wrote you know and i trust me there were plenty of guys that seen paul Skeens that did not project him out to be the first pick in the draft in three years because, like I said, yeah. if they did, he would have not have gone there. Because yeah. then he wouldn't have had to jump through the hoops to get out of there. Yeah, you know, to be draft eligible. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Covering All Bases podcast. We encourage you to leave us a five star review and share this episode with one of your teammates, one of your friends, or anyone else you know that is trying to get to the next level, whether that be baseball, softball, high school, college, or professional. We want to give the best information to those who need it. So please share it out. We look forward to talking to you again soon.